Hello, everybody, and welcome to Manila Live with me, your host, Chase Markham. It is December 16, 2020, and, well, we're living in a crazy world up until now. So, uh, I've got a bunch of stuff, cool stuff to talk about, so might as well get going with it. Uh, you know, as always, I'd like to start the show with a little prayer. This one is from Micah 4-4. This Bible verse was one of the favorites of the very first president of the United States, George Washington. Uh, he wrote about it many times in his journals and in his uh, personal writings and, and stated it on, on a number of occasions in speeches. And... Um, it's one of my favorites, and I think it fits well in today's time and age. And um, so Micah 4, 4. Everyone shall sit under their own vine and under their own fig tree, and no one shall make them afraid. And that's it. That's a short verse, but, you know, it, it has a lot of meaning to it. Um, you know, it's only three lines. You know, obviously, you know, uh, there's backstory to it and everything, but it was one of George Washington's favorite uh, Bible verses uh, because I believe that's what, you know, he was striving for. That's what, you know, what, what most people are striving for when you really break it down and you really... Um, you know, go down to the root level of, you know, the pursuit of happiness and, and freedom and, and all those type of things, you know, um, that that people just want their own place, you know, no matter how simple, no matter how humble, uh, they just want their own place to call their own, to call theirs and, and, and you know, their own, their own uh, uh, simple abode to just, you know, where they're and their loved ones, and uh, they're safe. No matter you know what side of the of the table you fall on, uh, no matter what your preferences are uh, politically or otherwise, um, you know I I think it's that's one thing that's important f for us is to have you know our own little you know um, place, our own little our own little piece of uh, of life where, you know, we can have our family and friends and, and, you know, where we can feel safe and where we can do our own little, you know, um, you know, things that we like to do, little hobbies and, 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 and whatnots and, and studies and, and I think that's kind of what he meant by it is just, you know, and everybody should have their own tree in their own place and in their own, uh, you know, post where they can feel safe and where they can, you know, be themselves and where they can, you know, have their family, um, you know, um, to feel safe and happy and, and, you know, and not be worried of. And he said, and no one will make them afraid. And, and, you know, and not have to worry about some marauder coming in and, and pillaging and raping their, you know, their household or their, their you know, or robbers or thieves stealing their, their personal belongings, you know. Um, I think that's, that's I mean, just, it's just a simple Bible verse that we can all 
um, you know, rally around, you know, no matter where we, we're from, no matter what country we're from or, or what, you know, religious beliefs or, or, or you know, personal preferences, um, we can all rally around that is that, you know, um, we all just want our own place to where, you know, we can go to where we won't be bothered by people that we don't want to be bothered by. And um, I thought I'd start off the this episode of Manila Live with that verse because it just, you know, that's one of my favorites as well. And, and I think it has a lot of, uh, of deep uh, meaning and, and um, especially in today's times and where, you know, there's so much um, uncertainty and, and there's so much chaos going on. And um, I think that's a Bible verse that we can all rally around and, and use to unite everyone, like a 4-4. And um, the next thing, you know, uh, I was watching recently the, what was that? The uh, Roy Jones Jr., Mike Tyson, um, come back, the League of Legends tour, shout out Mike Tyson. He's, you know, I'm an 80s, 80s baby, so, uh, you know, born 82, and I, I grew up. You know, during the peak of Mike Tyson's career, and, and you know, got to watch, you know, and be involved with the big pay-per-view, you know, parties where you know everybody would come to one house and they'd order the pay-per-view. Everybody chip in and have barbecue and watch Mike Tyson in his prime, and you know, it, so he he was definitely a you know, um, uh, you know, a big part of of uh, growing up and the hype around Mike Tyson and stuff, and and you know. I was watching this re most recent fight with uh, with uh, Tyson and, and Roy Jones, and you know I thought he looked great for his age and everything, and, and I'm I'm happy that he's still uh, you know doing the things that that he uh, you know feels that that he has the need to do, but you know Mike Tyson has kind of become this um, you know for me he's like a uh, he's like a like a ghetto Buddha. You know, or like a, like a hard knocks Buddha, or like a you know, um, you know, he's from the streets of I think the Bronx or somewhere on the East Coast, and you know, he's kind of just you know, but he's he's been around the block a few, you know four or five times, and you know, he, he's seen a lot of things and experienced a lot of things, and you know, I, I listen to him a lot of his interviews and you know the other stuff he does and some of his his documentary, and you know, I've grow, like I said growing up and. You know, some people think he's crazy or, you know, whatever, wild or just, you know, an animal. But if you really listen to things he says, man, he he, he he says it in such a basic, like, rudimentary way. Like, he just, it's so boiled down, like, it's so concentrated. And, you know, um, you really kind of have to, you know, uh, to kind of, uh, you know, decipher it maybe a little bit. But, but he really has, you know, like, the things he says is just, like, pure wisdom. So... I wanted to share um, what he said because it was it, it really I really thought it was just I mean it was pure concentrated wisdom um, and from somebody that's been through it and it, this was in the lead up to his Roy Jones Jr. Um, his Roy Jones Jr. fight this most recent fight and. Um, they were interviewing him, and and this is what he said. So he 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 was talking to the the announcer, and the announcer was asking about you know this and that and the struggles, and 
And um, so here, I'll go ahead and quote him. He said to the to the report, he said, do you know how amazing it is to be destroyed and then build yourself back up? How magnificent that is? It's more powerful than tearing yourself down. And then, if you want to be even more stimulated, tear yourself back down and then build it back up again. The thought of dying without dying. And, you know, I that was it. That was the complete quote. But, man, that's just that's just pure wisdom right there. That's just pure from you can tell that he's, you know, he's been down up and down in life. And, um, you know, a lot of us are going through that. And a lot of us have been through that, you know. Once you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere else you can go back but up. You know, unfortunately, some people, a lot of people, they can't get up. Or they choose not to get up. Or they, you know, they come up with excuses to just stay down. And just, you know, unfortunately, the way our society is, uh, you know, around the way certain certain people are, humanity, I guess, you know, some of those 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 interesting type of folks they like to uh you know kick people while they're down and, and spit on them and and you know if they're trying to get it back up a little bit they push them back down again and you know and just they like to keep people certain people down and um but uh you know don't let them do that to you you know just that's just even more reason for you to get back up get continue to get back up and, and uh you know to fight back and and because there's nothing more um Nothing more amazing than dying and and, and, and you know being resurrected again, you know, uh, like a phoenix. You know what I mean? Rising from the ashes like a phoenix. You know, that's just there's no, there's nothing more uh, invigorating. There's nothing more uh, liberating than you know when <laughs> when they've torn every taken everything away from you when you when. You know, you've been burned down to the to the to to the bare ashes, and you you have nothing left. You have nothing left to live for. You're just you know, you're down and out. There is nothing more exhilarating than when everybody counts you out to make the big comeback, and you know what I mean. Just excel and just do positive things and just you know. Uh, you know, when everybody's counting you out, everybody's doing, ne- you know, saying negative things, and everybody's, you know, uh, oh, psh, psh, he's done, well, you know, whatever. They write you off, come back with a vengeance, you know, just like all the great stories, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, kind of Monte Cristo, no de mi tangere, you know. Um, look, even Jesus. In, uh, in in his resurrection, you cannot. He 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 could not, um, you know, be resurrected until he had descended. So yes, he died on the cross, and then that, that even that wasn't enough. He had to descend into the underworld. Before he could ascend into heaven. Before he could be resurrected. So. 
I mean, that's just power. That's just power right there. You know, you, you, you cannot ascend into the, into the, you know, the twilight of the stars, the twilight of the gods. You cannot rock it out into outer space until not only have you fought, fallen, but have descended into the underworld and walked in the darkness and walked into the darkest corners and the darkest places and, and, the, and you know and, and wrestled with the demons you you cannot uh, ascend to the highest of heights until you've descended into the lowest of lows and that's exactly what that what mike tyson had said and you know what i mean that's why i just i thought that was just pure wisdom from mike tyson and you know what i mean and just being a big figure and growing up and whatnot you know i really thought i should put that in there because uh the thought of dying without dying which also kind of leads into, you know, a lot of other, like, a cool occult stuff, you know, that one day, you know, we'll kind of delve into more with, like, you know, a lot of these stories of people that, uh, you know, uh, had an end to one life, but, but uh, uh, you know, might have died. Uh, that, that character of their life might have died, but they physically, um, they physically uh were was resurrected as another character you know such as just like in um one of jose rizal's favorite books the kind of monte cristo where the main character uh you know they they write him off they think he's dead he you know he went to prison he's dead they think you know they think he's dead long gone you know and he makes a comeback as a different character and uh and you know just you have to read the book, but it's just, it's a beautiful story. But, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of characters in real life in our history that, that, um, that, that have went down that path for, for, for many different reasons where, you know, um, their character had to die, um, and the forces that be in this world allowed that character to die and, and for the better of, of, of um, you know, of everyone, uh, for the better of, of not only just the individual, but for everybody, uh, they sacrificed themselves for the greater good and were resurrected, um, you know, in a, in a physical sense or in, a, in just a spiritual sense, a metaphorical sense. Um, you know, they were resurrected and, and they live on to this day or, or whatnot in, you know, the stories, the legends, the books, the, the tales. So, you know, I just, I re that, that really hit home that Mike Tyson quote. So I thought that was just pure, you know, he has a lot of cool little off the cuff remarks like that, that just, you know, they really kind of, it's kind of like a punch to the gut or like, you know, one of his most famous sayings, he says, um, everybody has a plan until the, until they get hit in the face. I mean, <laughs> it's just like that. It's like, you know, a lot of his stuff he says, you're just like listening to him like, oh, what, what is this guy talking about? And then like he just says something that's out of nowhere and it's just like pow, pow like a punch to your gut. Like, like that, where does this guy get this wisdom from? You know what I mean? Like you think he's just some crazy boxer guy, but then he, he comes up with stuff like this. That's just like all the time too. Just if you just listen to him talk, listen to his speeches, his, his documentary stuff and all that. He just always has his career. You know, even if it's not wisdom, it's entertaining, you know, from Mike Tyson. So, but yeah, I thought I'd share that and I'll leave that one with with that. But, uh, 
Uh, you know, another thing going on also, uh, everybody knows it's Christmas time. And, you know, it's everyone's favorite time of year. For me, my favorite holiday is, I mean, it's back-to-back -back Halloween and Christmas. But, uh, you know, Halloween's over now. Christmas is approaching. And, you know, I don't even want to get into the whole, you know, the... the you know, the forces of, uh, of, you know, look, especially here in, you know, to America, man, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I have two countries, you know, I have America where I grew up and I have the Philippines where I live now and, and where my blood is, you know, how at least well, half of my blood originates from the Philippines and, um, and, you know, I love both countries. And um, you know, and I'm put patriotic to both uh, to both of the countries. Uh, you know, I want to. I, I love both places, and and I want to see you know the best for both places. And uh, you know, I know there's things worldwide, but you know, with the elections right now in America and everything, and then the the pandemic and all that other stuff. I mean, it's just America. The gods of chaos have descended upon you. Um. You know, you just have to be steadfast. Uh, you know, I, I love my, uh, I love both of my countries, and I want the best for them. So, I will see what happens here soon. You know, there's there's good people like every with everything. There's good people and there's bad people on both sides of the fence. You know, and um, and I find myself, you know, uh, kind of. You know, taking things like that's what I just never understood. Why does it have to be only two parties? Like, because I find you know great things with one side, and, and you know, and great things with the other side, and and you know, I've always felt like if you could just you know smash them together like they do at the a hydrogen collider, and, and you know, just make like a new uh, atom, a new party that's you know like a, the perfect mix of the two. Man, you'd have a you have something great, but uh, I think we need to find stuff that can you you know find stuff that can unite, especially in, you know in America they need to find some stuff that they can unite under, and not divide under. So let's see what happens. Let's stay tuned in that. But you know I don't want to get off on that tangent for for very long. I want you know I kind of want to stay on on some more uh. Uh, not so dark news, so let's go ahead and uh, move along from that one, but anyways, um, Christmas, that's what I was going to get into talk about, is, you know, that, you know, everything's like, the parties are banned, the Christmas caroling's banned, the, you know, the, you have to keep your, your parties to a minimum, and, and, you know, it's just like, uh, I never thought I would see the day when I couldn't, you know, hug my loved ones or, or visit my loved ones or to see them that they were scared to uh, embrace me because of a, uh, you know, an invisible uh, virus or whatever. But and it just, you know, people I haven't seen even seen for a long time, just the fact that, you know, I, you know, I wasn't able to embrace them or they were scared to embrace me or for, for me to come, 
uh, close to them, you know, that it just, I mean, it brought me to tears, you know, so it's just, uh, you know, or people use that, use that excuse to, to not want to, you know, get together, not want to see each other, not, I mean, uh, uh, it's just, it's just kind of tough times right now with all that kind of stuff, but, uh, let's see where it goes, you know, let's see where it goes, uh, like I said, I don't want to get too dark into that, but, the, the thing we can do is let's try and make the Christmas the best Christmas we can, given the circumstances. You know, that's the family that we are with, the, you know, the kids that we are with, the friends that we are with. The, you know, let's try and just, you know, make that the positive side of things. Look at the good thing side of things that, you know, even if you can't go to work, you can't do this, you can't do that. At least, you know, try and embrace the loved ones you're around. Try to have a good time with the loved ones you're around with, with what we do have. So I always think we should try and look at the positive side of things and not, you know what I mean, dwell on uh, too much on negative stuff. So, you know, if we can't go out and Christmas carol with, you know, uh, around the neighborhood, at least we can do Christmas caroling online. We can do, you know, upload some YouTube videos. Actually, you know, speaking of, check out my YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe. Chase Markham YouTube channel C H A S E M A R C U M. Pretty please please support support me on Facebook YouTube. Come on out, check it out. Help. Let's do a collaboration. Let's you know uh, if you're good at at, at you know uh, online media or your social media, any of that. You know, good at production, whatever. You know, uh, give me a call. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a uh, message um, on Facebook or YouTube or wherever. Comment. Dude, let's link up. Let's do a project together. Let's do something crazy. Let's, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I'm not the best at social media or or uh, vlogging or any of that stuff. So I'm just trying. You know what I mean? Like, that's all you can do. What What are they gonna say? What are they gonna say? You can't try? I don't think so. The least we can do is try. You know what I mean? That's what we should do. You know, even if they say you can't do it. Okay, I can't do it. That'll even make me want to do it more. That'll even make me uh, even more, uh, uh, you know, um, steadfast in, in in becoming successful at it, and and you know, continuing to do it and not giving up until uh, that day comes where you know. Hey, look, I just got monetized. You know, my YouTube channel. Yeah, I've only been making videos for like a month, but uh, you know, I've got a revenue. One dollar? Shit. That's better than zero. I mean, come on. You got to look at the bright side of things. Look, today one dollar, maybe next year one hundred dollars. Maybe the year after that one thousand. Next then, well, keep on rolling like a snowball, baby. You know, five years down the road, maybe one thousand a month. Who do you know? Who knows? You know what I mean? But you're never going to know unless you try, baby. So just give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? So let's just get out there, you know. But but even better, it's even better when you have a team together, when you have collaboration, when you have, uh, you know, people on your side, when you have a team, when you're working together, you're doing projects, you're doing a video skit, you're doing, you know what I mean? You're working with other people that know more about this, uh, you know, topic than you do. You're you're doing uh, interviews, you know. Just, dude, we got to link up. I mean, come on. Hit me up. You know, let's, let's uh, get stuff rolling. And then let's see here. Go ahead. Let's see what else. What other news is big on uh, coming up here? 
Okay. And then we have some new stuff going on. Um, some really cool news. Uh, you know, I kind of want to uh, get into, which is the alien news. Wow. This is big stuff going on here. A lot of crazy stuff. I mean, does anybody else find it weird that, you know, they're talking about the aliens when, uh, when, um, during this COVID time, like they're bringing out, rolling out all this alien news and they're, you know, they're, they're dropping these bombs and they're releasing video, like official videos and stuff. And look, I'm not going to lie before, you know, back in my college, you know, when I, when I was working on my associate's degree in college, uh, you know, I, I, I put out a thesis and, and, you know, and, 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 and I did a couple speeches and, you know, uh, this is before, you know, I found God and, uh, you know, I, I, I was not sure. I'm not saying I wasn't a believer, but I was agnostic. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I don't know for sure, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, put my, put that out there into the universe that, yeah, I believe in this and that. And like, I, you know what I mean? Like, this is my belief. And, you know, if I don't believe it, man, I'm not going to tell you that I believe it. If I don't 100% know for sure, like, like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to know, you know what I mean? That's why I wasn't atheist or I wasn't like religious because I wasn't saying like there's not a God, but I wasn't saying that there is a God either. Like I, I always was spiritual. Like I had like beliefs, like I know for sure there's more out there, but you know what I mean? Like I wasn't sure exactly what that was. So before I found, you know what I mean? My, 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 I know. Before I found God again, basically before I was, uh, you know, encompassed with the Holy Ghost, um, you know, I I w had postulated this ancient alien idea. You know, I was doing a lot of reading and the Zachariah Institution stuff, and you know what I mean. Like I was purporting that that you know that was more of a of a logical idea that you know these um, these aliens. Um, had come down and, you know, given us knowledge and given all this, you know, wisdom and taught us these things and, and created us uh, with their technology and, and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? But, you know, since then I've had a lot of experiences and a lot of, uh, you know, uh, life-changing things and, 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 and you know, unex just, look, like I told you before, I'm a straight shooter. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna, you know, say something if I don't know it to be true, but, so, let's go ahead and check out some of this uh, this uh, new alien stuff. Like this one here. Let me see what we got here. Okay. Yeah, this one. The Pentagon has reportedly found off-world vehicles. So, this one was from July. Uh, they said that not... Um, vehicle... Off-world vehicles not made on this Earth. So, basically, uh, you know... Uh, UFOs is what most people would call them that were not originated from uh, or not created on this planet which I mean they didn't release a lot of information and they didn't really say anything they just kind of dropped a little hint and they said oh well not made on this earth but there's tons of stuff and I, I can tell you for sure you know that that they could make something up in the sky and, and then, uh, you know. 
look, I love the alien story better than most people, you know, like like anybody else, but and you know what I mean? Like who's to say that, you know, even if God uh created us here, um he couldn't have created other other planets or other beings or, you know, other other stuff like that, but one thing I can't tell you is that uh for me personally uh, this is a special place uh, that we're on this planet, this uh, Earth. This was whatever you want to call it, the planet, the plane, the the whatever. Uh, this is a very special place. Uh, this is a, a definitely created by a designer, and um, and look, my. My take on it is just look. Let's go to the next one first, this next article. Um, the Israeli one. This is the newest one. This is the most recent. Where um, Former Israeli space security chief says extraterrestrials exist and Trump knows about it. A galactic federation has been waiting for humans to reach stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are, Haim Ashad says. Um, so he's basically like, you know, the the ex, you know, president of the space agency for Israel, I guess. And he's saying that there's a there's like some, you know, men in black style galactic federation that, you know what I mean, that hasn't brought us in yet because we're, you know, we are, you know, basically a bunch of knuckleheads. But so there's a lot of there's a lot of this. This alien stuff going on right now, you know, during the pandemic, and who knows what, who knows the real reason of all this crazy stuff is right now. But look, all I can tell you is that there's a lot of smoke in the world, a lot of smoke, smoke uh, bombs going going around, a lot of smoke cover going around. So, you know, those people that do want to find out what's uh, what's real, what's not real, what's true, what's the real reason, what's really happening, uh, what's going on, it's it's a lot more difficult than it was before it's a lot harder than it was before because of all the smoke that everybody's putting out uh, all these you know these super powerful uh groups and situations and with all people with ulterior motives and uh you know putting off all these smoke these uh, smoke screens so you know even those people that have you know a good clear vision good clear sight it makes it very difficult to find uh, to to boil it down to the to the reality of things right now, so a lot of smoke in the world, a lot of smoke in the world right now. But for me, so basically, just to to get everybody, you know, out there, the straight, the straight shot, the straight from the straight shooter, and tell you how what it is. Look. My personal belief is these things, these aliens that that the the ones that everybody you know has been talking about forever now. The 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 you know the majority of it, at least, is from 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 my personal belief is demonic. It comes from um, it comes from a 
uh, it's not necessarily what you would call like uh, like um, from a different planet or a different galaxy or something. It's something that's interdimensional, you know. Uh, from all my experiences, from all my studies, from all the stuff that's happened. From I mean, you know, I've been around the block a few times and I've had some some real deep, um, you know, uh, some real deep experiences and and one thing I can tell you from from soaking all this stuff in and and connecting the dots and and you know um with a sh with you know a certainty is that the majority of things these stories these things these uh, beings these creatures they're of a demonic nature there you have it so all this high technology stuff, man, all this, all this, you know, these crazy, you know, these deep, look, you can go down a rabbit hole, a deep rabbit hole, I mean, how deep do you want to go, it's like, you know, you can't, that's the thing, is like, dude, I love, like, you know what I mean, researching history, and researching all this, you know, like, hidden knowledge, occult stuff, and, and, you know, um, and all these this the secret these secret um you know the secrets that they try to keep from the, the the masses and whatnot but um you know one thing i've experienced for myself and and one thing that i've learned and um is that you know it's it's yeah it's super fun it's super exciting to to to, to see the truth and to find the truth and to peek over the fence but uh you know once you climb the fence and you and 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 you, you know, pull back the curtain and you see what's on the other side. Like you'll, you can never be the same again. Like you can't, you can't um, undo that. Like you, there's no like, you know, like undo button for that. Like your life is different 100% uh, from that point on. Uh, once you dive down that hole. Uh, even if you're able to climb back out of it, that's another thing is like, how deep do you want to go? Because once you go to a certain level, to a certain depth, like the deeper you go, the, the harder, the, the more difficult, the, the more, um, you know, issues you're going to have when, if, if you can even climb back out of that hole. So you know that's just something I, I you know i'll throw out there for people that are, you know are willing to listen but uh i'm gonna tell you that a lot of this alien stuff it's just it, it from other planets coming from other planets other galaxies it's just not true uh these are these are you know demonic forces that have been here for uh long time since the beginning and uh you know that's that's another thing with like the Bible, you know, and and like a lot of the other old writings, and the you know as far back as you would go, like you know with these ancient civilizations, and you know wherever you're at in the world, all these stories are the same. I mean, <laughs> you just you you just you know, it's like uh, uh, puzzle pieces, you know what I mean? You fit them together, and they're all the same picture, just you know what I mean, with like different uh characters but the same story so like different names but the same story just retold over and over again all over the world no matter where you go uh you know the bible is is basically just you know like dude like they're telling you everything you need to know in the bible it's 
you know it's just right there it's just all the, the, the you know the concentrated condensed version of all these ancient wisdom ancient teachings ancient stories that you know from the beginning you know what i mean like they're give like that's their you know their gift the gift of god that god the gift of god to like the people you know what i mean like and if you don't want to pay attention to that you don't want to you know what i mean believe in that like whatever you can take it metaphysically or spiritually or whatever but look you know like people say like oh well you know the bible's just uh you know the bible's just uh you know metaphorical it's not it's not uh real but dude there's so much historical evidence for all the stuff uh you know the stuff, the stories, the everything. Not only that, but uh, the stuff that's that's not you know concrete in in science and evidence. There's, you know, there there's there like the, like the metaphysical stuff, like the people that say like, oh, the Bible is just you know metaphorical or you know or whatever metaphysical teachings or whatever they say about it. It's look, it goes like this. Break it down. As above, so below. So as it is in the heavens, so shall it be on earth. That's like, I mean, the boiled down teaching, man. So these people say like, oh, you know, Jesus wasn't real or he didn't exist. Like, it's just, you know, it's just an allegory or, you know, a fable or, you know what I mean? Like a metaf metaphorical teaching and stuff. Dude, bullshit. Like, I'm sorry, but look. There's things happening there in the stars in the heavens, right? Like, dude, this is like basic astrology. What's happening in the heavens is also going to take place here in our terrestrial plane, in this earth, on this planet, whatever you want to call it. Like, as above, so below. So if you think that all the astrological stuff and all the old ancient stories that, that you know what I mean, that replay and that that are going on in the heavens over and over again, that this this constant play that we're in, this drama that we're in, doesn't doesn't affect or doesn't take place also here on Earth and doesn't affect us. You're just you, you're you're missing the big picture, and you know what I mean. Why do you think all these ancient societies studied the stars and studied the planets and studied the you know the heavens and and you know the the bodies and the you know the celestial bodies. Why do you think that was like the, the nothing else was more important to them? The Egyptians, the the Mayans, the Aztecs, the you know the Olmecs, the you know the all over the world, the you know the pagans, the I mean everywhere, wherever there was high wisdom, high knowledge, the Greeks, the Romans, dude, they worshipped. They I mean, astronomy was there's nothing more important than that. Everything you're you know everything was done off of that because they knew how the how the heavens influenced us and that's the same thing with like you know the story of Christ the story of Jesus dude there's there's big you know like long astronomical alignments and things taking place in the heavens that important events that are that were taking place and we're also taking place here on earth and if you people if people don't understand that you know what i mean you know the, the the you know the sacrifice of the sun and the resurrection 
and you know and how that takes place in the heavens and it it also has to take place there's nothing more important than it also having to take place here on earth and that's why you know what i mean besides that there's so much evidence for jesus being being a real character uh, uh um and that 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 uh, replaying of that character in different ages and different epochs, um, you know, just just lends, lends even more credence to to the fact that, you know what I mean. Um, I just believe that 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 uh, like I said, as above, so below. You know, yeah, you can say that. Oh, it was just an allegory for the astronomical alignments and this and that. But look. That doesn't mean nothing if it's not if they're not going to sacrifice, you know, the Son of God here on Earth. Also, that's that's as important, if not more, than what's happening up there. So, look, you can believe me or not, but it's just it's just how it is. Look, dude, as above, so below. It's happening up there. It's happening here on the planet Earth too. So we need to pay attention, uh, you know, because. Look, there's a lot of crazy astronomical stuff happening, and uh, and astrological stuff, and uh, that can help us kind of decipher the codes of what's going on and what's going to happen if we pay attention to that. So, well, that's where I'll leave that subject. I won't get off on a tangent, but let's go ahead and see where we're at. What we got here? We got um, a couple more things coming up. A couple more cool... Uh, yeah. So, anyways, just to put a stamp on that one. Dude, the aliens, man. They're demons. It's just demonic stuff, man. This crazy, you know, aliens, spacecraft, and, you know, they sent... Uh, what is that? They sent, uh, you know, God cast down all these fallen angels into... Uh, uh, like in the ancient Greek and Roman in mythology too, they they, they cast all these these ancient you know whatever whatever uh, you know fallen angels basically giants and stuff down into Tartarus, uh, which is basically hell. Or uh, for the Greeks and Romans, Tartarus tar uh, was was the um, like the Greek Roman version of hell, and that's where they locked away the the you know the fallen angels, the fallen giants, the you know the monsters and stuff down in the deepest part deepest place on planet earth the deepest part on our planet which kind of is a funny uh coincidence that i don't believe in coincidences but I, it's kind of interesting that the deepest part of the ocean is here next to the philippines mariana trench and the deepest part of the mariana trench is closest to the philippines so I don't know. Is there a correlation there with what, uh, you know, what's his name said? Uh, D uh, Dan Brown in his book, man, he puts a lot of hidden wisdom and stuff. He gets from Freemasonry and, and the secret societies and all that kind of stuff in his books. And when he said that that uh, that the, the gates to hell were in the Philippines, you know, that, that pissed a lot of people off. But I don't think he was trying to piss people off. Like, I think he was trying to give, like, a little golden nugget of hidden knowledge uh, that, you know what I mean? Like, look, the deepest part of Earth, of the oceans, 
is the Mariana Trench. The deepest part of the Mariana Trench is right next to the closest countries, the Philippines. And, dude, there's all kinds of crazy stories like that. Like, even in, like, Hollywood stuff, we know they always put, uh, you know, they drop, you know, um, you know, little bits of, like, hidden wisdom, hidden knowledge here. And they always put the, you know, like, Thanos. Where's he hiding out at? Of the Philippines. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just always, like, all these old stories of, like, you know what I mean? Of them hiding people here in the Philippines. Of them hiding, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, these, you know, these ancient lost princes. And, you know, these, uh, you know, um, another cool, cool old story. Real history is, you know, that they uh, conquistadors, the Spanish conquistadors. You know, I'm writing about this in my book. Uh, the Rizal Code, and I'm doing also going to do a video on it in the future on my YouTube channel, Chase Markham. But uh, the conquistadors, you know, they brought over the princess of the Aztecs, you know, the the Aztec, um, you, you know, King Moctezuma. They brought over his daughters to give to the Philippines, the, 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 the prince of the Philippines in Manila, in Luzon, uh, La Candula, to give to him and his sons. So, you know, to make a deal, to make a pact, to, to, to you know what I mean? To you, It's this whole, you, you know, look, it's a deep story. It goes back to the beginning of time. And, you know, these conquistadors, the Spanish, the Basque, Dude, there's all kinds of crazy stories about that kind of stuff, like the Basque with their, uh, you know, they're they're like the most concentrated amount of, uh, of of the most rarest blood on planet Earth in the Basque country in Spain, and all these conquistadors, dude. If you read about it, if you study it, all the conquistadors, all the travelers were all from the Basque country. Like all these people that were like traveling all over the world, like were con you know, like supposedly conquering, like, dude. They're all like Basques. Like another crazy thing about the Basques is that they have, you know, like their religious stuff. You know, like uh, they have the hoods. You know, like here in the Philippines, they have the Katapunan. They have these, you know, and and the the secret order of society and their secret meetings. They all wear these pointed, these pointed uh, hats with the eyes cut out and the robes and different colors. You know, for certain for certain levels, certain ranks. And, you know, here in the Philippines, you call them the KKK. But also in America, the Ku Klux Klan, they have the same uniform and the same name, KKK. Same, you know, same pointed hat, same eye, same, like, dude, exactly the same costume. Exactly the same outfit for the secret societies. The Basques, they have the same exact one. This is like, dude, there's this whole crazy link with that. But anyways, look. The Basques were up to something big, not just, you know, conquering lands for Spain and this. Dude, that's just a cover story. Don't believe it. The Basques were doing big things. The Jesuits, the Basques, they're, you know what I mean? Like, dude, they're, they're reuniting this, this ancient, you know, they were reuniting this ancient uh, uh, bloodlines, you know, this ancient uh, kingdom. And uh, they were gathering knowledge. Gathering the ancient wisdom, the hidden knowledge, hidden wisdom, hidden bloodlines, this, you know, holy grail. Look, I don't want to get too much stuff into this because I'm going to put it in my book. I'm going to uh, put it out on, you know, some future videos on my channel and stuff. But look, there's crazy cool history and, and secret 
stuff that nobody talks about, nobody goes into it, nobody, you know, tracks it down. So, look, I'm going to put it all in plain, you know, black and white for the future or whatever, just or do videos and stuff. So hopefully people, you know, at some point get interested in this type of topics and, and, and look into it because, look, like Jose Rizal said, You will never get to your destination if you don't know where you're coming from. So basically, you know, like if you don't know your history, if you don't know like what's really went, what really happened, what really went on, what's really going down, what what really went down back then, there's no way in hell you're gonna know what's really going down right now. And and if you don't know what's going down right now, there's no way in hell you're gonna get to where you're supposed to be. So, look. I, I, my whole life, I, already, I always knew something was up, man. This, this, you know, like the whole system they had in the states, working, you know, nine to five jobs, like getting a mortgage, getting a car loan, like dude, that. That ain't life, man. That is not why we were put here to be a f slave to some crazy ass system. Now, you know, uh, I'm just sorry, but you know what I mean. Like it's nice. To, look, for some people, it's great. You know what I mean? And sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you need to make that sacrifice, and that's important. But there's other things in life besides just 9 to 5, 40 hours a week for 60 years until you die. Like, dude, sometimes you just got to take a leap. You know what I mean? Like, don't have any regrets in life, man. If there's something you want to do, if there's something you really want to experience, some place, something, you you know, just do it. Like, like he says, just do it, man. Like, dude, like when I came to the Philippines, everybody, everybody was hound dogging me. What? Dude, you can't move to the Philippines, man. You got, you know, like, uh, you know, like, how are you going to survive? Like, you know, you don't have a job there. You don't have a visa. You don't have love, love with this and that. Like, like, dude, you can't move there, man. Like every reason in the book they throw at me, like family, friends, every dude, you can't do that, man. You, you can't do it. Like. Dude, you could make a, a book this thick about the, the reasons they told me I couldn't do it. But deep down, I just knew I had to do it. I just knew it. I just felt it. It was a magnetism inside of me the first time I came here. I knew I had to come here. I knew I had to live here. I knew I had to, dude, I had to sacrifice everything. And, dude, just like we were talking about earlier, I was, dude, I had to descend into the deepest, darkest places, the deepest, darkest place in my life in, 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 in this, you know. Dude, not only did I did I perish and, and was, you know, a pile of ashes and you know, dirt and dust, but I had to go down and walk in just pure darkness, man, with, you know what I mean? And... That's the only way I was I, I was I was able to resurrect myself. There's the only way to save myself. You know what I mean? And after that, you know, experience, man, I tell you what, all the all the crazy stuff that happened, all the you know what I mean, the things that are hard to believe, you know, I I, I boiled it down to to, you know, I, I, I look, like I said, I'm I I I'm not gonna believe in a bunch of like BS stuff, dude. And if I don't believe it, I'm not going to put it out there into the universe, for one. And 
uh, look, I boiled it down to like to like two or three things. Like, dude, there's either like you know some crazy super powerful like group, you know that's 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 behind these these crazy incidents or 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 two. Um, um, I'm just I'm like insane. Which you know that one look like if you're insane or the the question is if you're insane can you even uh even think like something like that like I I I've, you know read a lot of literature on on philosophy on psychology and you know like I, I have a, a degree in humanities which is you know basically psychology psychology you know anthropology uh and you know like one of the I I remember like one of the first things they were teaching about uh, psychology is like if you're really that crazy or if you're insane like you cannot like like diagnose yourself as probably insane so and, and, and another reason you can check that off is uh, another way you can check that off you know if you're having like experiences you know what I mean or if you're like you know trying to put pieces together like you have to get someone else on your side you have to like you know what I mean? Like get someone with you, like you know what I mean, and, and, and kind of like go with them and show them and and explain to them. And if you have like a, a a big group of people or a group of people or even just a few people that also experience the things when they're with you or also you know have crazy stuff happen to them, uh, you know, at certain points in life or certain during you know with certain factors involved, like that dude, you can check the crazy thing off the list immediately. Like it's if it's not just you. Like you're not crazy, dude. Like it, it's really happening. Other people see it. You have or even if like in my like you have evidence. Like you have pictures or videos or photos of crazy stuff. Like or whatever. Like dude, you have other people experiencing it with you. You're not crazy. Like so. The, so that basically took that off the table. And there's only two things left. Is just like. You know this like super secret powerful groups uh you know that are that are you know like somehow all this like special technology or are doing this stuff or not or what are then the last one is dude there are there are powers there are um there is another um factor that cannot be explained by uh by science alone technology alone there there is uh, for one uh, there's a god for two uh, there's there's demons and there's demonic forces there's evil forces there's good forces uh that are interacting with us on this plane and that is the only way to explain certain things that happen and that will happen and that have happened and those forces can interact with us, and they do interact with us on a daily basis. On on you know, uh, when it, whenever uh, you know they wish to, they 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 can. I mean, that's just dude. So basically, that's how two things I boiled it down to. So those two things, and uh, well, t either or probably a combination of both, but. Look, I can tell you one thing for sure. There are forces on this place that we're in that cannot be explained by science and technology alone. They can be explained by God, by 
uh, demonic forces, by 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 extra uh, dimensional forces, um, by uh, you know things that we cannot see with our our you know um, unless they want us to. Um, with, with just our our common senses, the common senses of most most folks, it's just. You know, maybe one day, you know, we'll have science and technology that will be able to prove stuff like that and, and be able to, you know what I mean, lift the veil on a more clear basis. But look, uh, that's just something, you know, like cut and dry. Like, dude, I can be straight with uh, you, with the universe, with whoever I'm talking to, whoever's listening and willing to listen. Like, there's other things out there that, Um, are not so easy to swallow for most people that aren't so easy to comprehend but they're there I can assure you so um, and even more so nowadays it's um, look I just got a, like a feeling you know what I mean like like now's the time to, to choose a side you know what I mean like good or evil like you know, you can be pulled in either direction, but uh, when the time comes, what you know, what side of the table did you put your cards down on? Just it's like you know, it's just it's just you know, a gut feeling. That's all. But look, let me go into that in, a, in, a, in a, you know further in a, in a in a future episode, future writings, future talks. But uh, you know. Actually, you know, one thing I do want to say is this vlogging stuff, you know, even look, even if you just have one listener or one view or whatever, dude, like, it's actually pretty therapeutic because, um, you know, not everybody can afford to have a psychiatrist or a, or a counselor or a psychologist or not everybody has like a good friend or a priest or a preacher they can talk to about, uh, you know stuff that's going on, stuff that's in their, you know, they want to get off their chest, stuff they want to get off their back. Like, dude, not everybody has someone that'll listen to them. Like, even if you got, like, a, a wife or a family or whatever, dude, like, come on, let's be honest. Like, your wife doesn't want to listen to you talk about a bunch of stuff that, you know what I mean, like, deep, dark stuff or, or you know, stuff that happened before, or, you know what I mean, like, getting all spiritual, metaphysical, getting all deep on them. Like, they don't want to hear that. Do they want to watch their TV show and whatever? But with the vlog thing, like, even if you don't have no one to talk to or, or you know what I mean? Like, dude, it's like you can get all this stuff off your chest and you can put it out there in the universe. You can upload it online and, you know what I mean? It's out there for, you know, uh, for whoever or for whatever or, you know, for even for archival purposes. You know, someone look back on it. Wow, dude, like 20 years from now, oh, dude, that guy, man, he, fucking, he said it right there on the video. Like, dude, whatever, you know? It's nice to get like get stuff off your chest sometimes, and it can it's therapeutic somewhat. So, uh, you know, like I said, I just started the vlog, this whole vlog thing, and and you know, uploading videos and everything. But hey, man, I find it to be fun, and and uh, you know, take a weight off my shoulders, and and so you know, I recommend it to anybody, even if dude, even if nobody watches your video, like the most important viewer is not a person. It's the universe, man. It's 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 the it's it's the reality that we're in. It's it's that you 
you think it, you feel it, you believe it. You know, if you're putting out good stuff, if you're putting out what you really believe and what you really feel, like, dude, the universe is going to know that. Like, God's going to know that. The You know, the higher powers, the higher beings, the, you know, the demigods, whatever, you know, it is you believe in, dude, they're going to feel that. They're going to know that. It's going to reverberate and it's going to, you know, come, come back come back to you dude like you know like the book the secret you know like whatever you think think about constantly put out there dude i swear man that book dude it's got real cool wisdom in there man like dude when i was younger i read that book right and i was like this is crazy man this can't be true if anybody doesn't know the secret like look the secret is basically like you know like whatever you think about whatever you whatever you uh Whatever it is that, you know, that, that, like, let's say you build a poster board and you put a brand new, you know, house on it, like all the exact house you want. And then, you know what I mean? Like you add stuff to it, like how to get do a mortgage or like how to, you know what I mean? Like win the, win the gambling or like how to, you know what I mean? Like make, you know, a hundred million in one year or whatever it is, dude. Like you put that on your board, like you make a board of it, just like you constantly look at it every day and like constantly think about it you first thing you would do when you wake up you look it up online you research about it you like you know you message people about how to get it or how to do it or you know like that's like you put all your energy like you talk to people like you see somebody on the streets talking about oh dude i want that card man i think i have a poster of the car i talk about it i mean i have to get it you know that like you go to every dude like if you just like that's your life basically like if you really really want something like you really really want to be a millionaire you really really want this new car or whatever you do that, and uh, and then you'll get it. Like the universe will will feel your energy. Like they'll feel your vibes, and like it'll make a way for the universe will make a way for you, or God will make a way for you. However you want to put it, and uh, and dude, you'll get it. I swear to God. I swear to God. After I read that book, I you know I, I thought, man, I had to put this to the test. And they just came back out with the uh, with the Challenger, the Dodge Challenger. Man, I saw it the first time. I saw that car. I was like, dude, that is the baddest ass looking car i've ever seen uh in, in new cars and i was like man i have to get this i don't know uh, you know I, I didn't have the money to get it i didn't have it like a you know what i mean like any kind of big income i couldn't afford a brand new sports car dude like badass sports car like no way dude uh there's just no possible way but i was like i just read this book the secret and i thought man i gotta put this thing to the test like like so, I made the little, little poster thing, and I just every t every time I'd wake up before I go to bed, I'd always look at the Challenger. I'd always like mess email people, email dealerships, and like you know. And then I do research on like how to make extra money, like how to you know what I mean. Like then I ended up getting my real estate license, and I ended up doing like finding a way by you know through the searching to do the appraisals on you know on the internet, and then you know I got a big you know got some grants for going to school, and just dude, I just like. I swear to God, I just for I lived that car Challenger for like two months, one month, you know, just on constantly twenty four seven, just you know, doing the secret thing, all the stuff they tell you to do in this book, the secret, and and just you know, following it to a T. And uh, what do you know? Like three months later, I had the car. I was driving it. It was mine. I mean, dude, I swear to God, look. I know I'm, I, I, you know, some people might think like, oh, black magic stuff or like, dude, it's like, you know, occult knowledge, like, dude, but look, I mean, not everything's like that, man, like, 
God put magic here for a reason. Obviously, Jesus used it, and you know, and I'm not talking about like big magic stuff. Dude. I'm talking about there's real magic in this world. I can tell you that for sure. There's real magic. Like, if you can, like, you know what I mean? Have knowledge to to use that to your advantage and to do you know what I mean, dude? Why not? Like, dude, you gotta, you know what I mean? Like, as long as it's not hurting other people, or as long as you know. Like, you're doing it for a good purpose or, you know, you don't have nefarious intentions. Like, dude, you get, you know, we, we have to learn as much as we can learn while we're here and, and do as much good as we can do uh, given those tools and, you know what I mean, for for our ourselves and our loved ones and, and for our communities and other people that we care about. Like, dude, Whatever kind of, you know, knowledge you can get, get it. Whatever kind of tools you can put in your toolbox, put it in your toolbox. You know, you never know when you might need to use it and, uh, when it might be detrimental that for you to use it to help someone else in a positive way. So, hey. But anyways, I recommend that book, The Secret Man. It's a badass book. Like, if you really want something, you can look in The Secret. You can read it. You can do it. You can. It works. I, I tried it. I did it. Living proof. Okay. So, anyways, that's that. <sighs> okay. Next thing, let's talk about, how about some uh, political stuff? How about that? Okay, we did the, I talked about the aliens, what I think about that. Let me get that out of there. Now, one thing I do want to talk about is, look, the United States. You got the new, uh, well, what they say is, here we go, an article on CNN politics. Biden's Catholic faith will be on full display as the first publicly church-going president in decades. Look, I don't know what's going to happen exactly in whatever, what, like a month or two months because there's so much, like I said, smoke out there and uh, on, uh, on uh, you know, what's really going on in our world today, but um look the last time a catholic was president if i'm not mistaken was john f kennedy and we all know what happened to john f kennedy um he was a very uh um out in the open about his catholic faith john f kennedy was and uh well he got his noggin taken off so uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I I have a feeling that that John F. Kennedy was a real like devout Catholic. Like you know what I mean. Like in the in the truest of sense. Like you know what I mean. Like he was a Catholic Catholic dude. And look, uh, well, Biden. I don't know. I don't really don't know that much about Joe Biden to be honest. Um. You know. Uh. What what I can say is is that you know, um, obviously being a Catholic myself, uh, you know, look, like I said, I'm open to all kinds of like beliefs and religions, and dude, I think everybody should have the right to, to you know, to go their own path and to you know pursue their own spiritual journey. Um, but look, I was baptized a Catholic. Uh, I wasn't a practicing Catholic for most of my life. Um, you know, I was I was agnostic. Like I said, I didn't even know if uh, I didn't even for a long time until I was 33 years old. I didn't even necessarily believe in a God. 
especially in the the you know the the abrahamic sense you know what i mean like i had kind of a like a you know what i mean like a like a like a you you know like a rocky road relationship with with god for whatever reason um i wasn't sure at the time but um you know i didn't even really believe in him until i was 30 33 years old and you know i had a lot of like crazy stuff happen a lot of revelations and you know what i mean like dude like i said i i wouldn't even be telling you today that i believe in in the abrahamic god if if, if i wasn't sure that that it's real that he that you know what i mean so look with the catholic faith thing you know what i mean like dude catholic catholic or catholicism i mean it means universal so dude it's all encompassing roman catholicism it's all encompassing it's universal it's the universal religion basically is what it means if you break down the etymology of it so like dude they want to bring in everybody like like recently uh there was news you know recently about the catholic church uh you know putting on an altar the the you know the south american god uh i forget the exact name of the goddess but it was like uh pachachuti or something like that you know it's the goddess of you know uh, of the incas or or peru or something I, i'm not 100 sure so but something like that they put it on the altar they got a lot of slack for it but dude they want everybody to be you know what i mean like with the virgin mary and you know the lady of guadalupe and you know like dude like and they're the only religion that's been around since the time of jesus the roman it's the roman catholicism that's where it happened rome ancient rome is where jesus happened okay that's just cut and dry so look Roman Catholicism it's the only religion that's been there since the beginning so hey but look there's one thing that I believe as a Catholic we have to stay um, in support of and, and and fight tooth and nail about okay and that's um, our belief in Catholicism in this in the uh, sanctity of life in um especially uh in regards to uh abortions you know uh, even before i w i had found my faith again um i was i was very anti-abortion and i just i just have this deep this deep uh you know this this deep 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 like feeling about it like i mean just like dude it's just fucked up man it's just wrong dude like you know you're, like, you're gonna kill a baby like you're gonna you know what i mean like you're gonna dude and the way they do it dude it's like demented man it's like really sick like and you know i like these videos online of like some of these doctors like playing with the baby's corpses like like eight months old and like stuff dude you guys are fucking like demons man you guys are real evil like doctors you're supposed to you know like take an oath to you know to protect all human life and to serve and like do all this stuff. i forget exactly what's called some kind of doctor's oath or whatever but dude like you guys do that to like little babies and stuff dude you guys are going straight to hell man you guys are like i don't dude i'm not into politics like i don't like to get into the whole political stuff and dude and like all that but and like take sides because you know what I mean like I believe that that you know like everybody has their own path but one thing that I just can't 
I just can't bend on is the abortion thing, man. It's just, it's not right, dude. Like, like, to take an innocent life, like, that's sacrosanct, man. Like, the the, the newborn baby, baby, or even, like, the baby in the womb, dude, that's, like, that's sacrosanct. Like, they don't, don't fuck with that, man. Like, okay, if you don't want the kid, or if, like, it's a, whatever, you know, whenever there are other circumstances, dude, like, give it to somebody else, or, like, adopt it out, or, like, there's millions of, couples like that want babies that want kids that can't have them like dude there's so many ways giving it to a uh, an orphanage or like in the states you can leave them at the hospital and like dude they'll find someone to adopt it or whatever but dude like don't kill the babies man like find another way like just find another way uh if you don't want to get pregnant just like dude stay on contraceptives or or, or get your tubes tied or or uh or whatever but but uh, like don't kill the babies man like out of anybody on the planet that's like innocent like that has the pure you know like holy innocence like you know this dude it's the baby the unborn baby or even just like the newborn babies like dude like don't mess with them man like dude god's gonna like Dude, you're gonna get fried, man. You're gonna be like in the worst level of hell for doing all that. For doing that, like, it's just my opinion. Like, dude, I, I'm not like, dude, I'm no saint. Like, you know what I mean? I've, you know, I've done, I have, I have my list of sins, but like, even for me, dude, that's not like cool. It's not, uh, that's something that just nobody should partake in. Like, that's just my feeling on it, man. And if you support that and you back that and, like, you participate in that, like, dude, you're a piece of shit. That's just, like, how I feel about it. So, uh, especially the partial partial birth abortions, you know, like, the babies that are, like, six to nine months, six to nine months old, like, dude, they, if you took them out, they'd survive. And they, like, stick, you know, like, a, basically stick a spear up and, like, spear it. Like basically, they torture it. They torture it in the well, it's still in the belly, and they like suck it out. Like, dude, I don't even want to get into it because it's just disturbing. But look, I'm just gonna tell you right now, straight, straight shooting. You're going straight to hell if you if you partake in that. If you involve yourself with that, I can guarantee you 100. You're gonna you're gonna be going straight down, and there ain't no way up for you for for you for you guys. So, look. Just saying, don't do it. But, anyways, that's my feelings on that. Okay, no matter the circumstances, there's a better way than than do it, dealing with that. So I, I just to get back on the whole Joe Biden thing, being a Catholic and all that, and being a president. Look, I don't know. There's all these stories that say he's oh well, he's not really a Catholic or he's not this and that. But uh, you know. Uh, whatever, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but look, the one day I'm going to ask uh, of a fellow Catholic is uh, to protect the, the you know, our belief as Catholics that abortions are wrong and to protect the, the belief that the unborn child is sacrosanct and that, um, so if I see that you're, you know what I mean, like you're supporting uh, groups or supporting, you know, or people that are in, partaking in that or involved in that kind of, dude, like, I just, uh, it's just, it gives credence to the people that say that, you, you know, 
uh, he's not really a Catholic or whatever. So I'm just asking you to please, at least, just one, one thing you can do as a Catholic, especially as a Catholic president, is do everything in your power to protect the sanctity of life and to um, not allow partial birth abortions. So I know there's all kinds of politics involved, but that's the, as a, from one Catholic to another, that's... That's my stance on that. So, and I, you know, and as in, from one human, human being to another, I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't, uh, you know, have the same issue that uh, JFK did. So, it's a crazy world we're living in. You know, we just have to, as Catholics, pray for our fellow Catholics and and for the you know everybody else in general too. Uh, so, that's that. In another topic here, um, one thing I wanted to talk about uh, going into a more, uh, well, kind of flipping topics is uh, this, um, you know, when we go into history here in the Philippines and we look up the biographies of, um, you know, the biographies of Jose Rizal, you know, probably the most important one never comes up. And I, 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 you know, and I don't understand. Well, I do understand why, but you know, I'm just being facetious. Is why that it seems as though that they're hiding the. <laughs> obviously, look when you're doing studying history, the 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 most important um, um, research material you can obtain is the stuff that was closest to your research topic so like let's say your topic is jose Rizal. like dude obviously the most important the best research material you can get is stuff that was written by jose Rizal himself but if you can't get that uh you know try and get the, the get you know the information and and get all the writings of the people that were around jose Rizal, uh that knew jose Rizal in person that you know interacted with jose Rizal, like like uh you know in his time zone you know what i mean like that is the best research material you can get okay so you know what i mean like the further you get away from that t time stamped era or that you know that person you know the more uh watered down or the more diluted or the more uh processed or the more um you know, converted information you're going to get, you know, because obviously people want to use that person or that story or that individual for their own purposes. So, uh, you know what I mean? Like if you buy a book, a biography that was written by this person about Jose Rizal now uh, that's put out by a certain group, you know what I mean? It's going to be guided. It's going to be, you know what I mean, converted. It's going to be, uh, you know, cookie cutter to fit that narrative that they want to put out. But, you know, if you want to get to the real truth, the real stuff, the real, you know what I mean? Like what really happened, like you have to you have to go back and find the original documents, the original uh, stuff that, you know what I mean? That 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 was written in that time about what was going on, about what happened, about, you know what I mean? Like talk to the people, you know, the stuff that people wrote that actually knew him. So this leads me to Winkeslo Ritana the author of the very first biography about 
Jose Rizal. And his name was Winceslao Wincesco Emilio Ritana y Gamboa. Okay? Or W.E. Ritana. He was the first author of the first biography of Jose Rizal, and it was called Vida y Escritos del Dr. Jose Rizal, or The Life and Writings of Dr. Jose Rizal. And look, every single biography about Jose Rizal I can find uh, translated in English very easily on Amazon or this or that or online. But for whatever reason, until this very day, there has not been an English or Tagalog published version of the very the most important biography about Jose Rizal ever written. The one that that he that 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 was done in his time right after he died. Okay, so back to it. Now look. All right, where did we leave off here? Okay, when Kreslo Ritana, look, he was there. He was he was there at the time of Rizal. He was, you know, uh, he, he talked to his family, his friends, his, you know, uh, he, he basically walked in his shoes. He, 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 re he, you know, talked with everybody he knew. He reviewed all of his documents. He became uh, one of Rizal's greatest, um, you know, proponents and followers and documenters and that's actually where a lot of the information for a lot of the following you know the 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 the, the biographies that came after his biography uh came from came from his um work and and dedication to resolve story and uh you know uh, some people might not know but uh, you know at first he was one of resolve's adversaries you know being uh, Ritana being uh, working for the Spanish and all that stuff, but afterwards he became, uh, after Rizal's execution, he became a a, a follower and uh, dedicated his life to his story and and uh, the Philippines and writing about it and whatnot and had a Filipino wife and all. it's a cool story. We'll get into it more later, but um, I'm running a little bit over time here. So let's see. Anyways, Winkesla Ritana. The very first wrote the very first biography of Jose Rizal. Look, I'm knee deep in 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 in, in the. I, I looked everywhere. This is this is where I was going with this. I looked everywhere for an English translated version. Uh, look, and I have assets online um, uh, on on books. So I mean, I can get I can get any book from any time zone, any time frame, in any language. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, you know, PDF, audio book, well, you know, a, a document, photo, edit, you know, slide, or whatever kind, of, whatever, dude, I can get it. But I cannot get a Winkesa Ritano English translated version. The only thing I was able to find was that there was a publishing company that was, had obtained the, uh, had obtained the, the original book and, uh, was planning to release, I guess he, they obtained the rights or something, and was planning to release an English-translated version this year, earlier this year, but for whatever reason, it, it was never released. So that, 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 that was, I mean, validation that up until now, up until this point, uh, nobody's translated the most important biography about Jose Rizal written today. Today, this date, why? That, I mean... Well, you know, Rizal has, 
look, if you if you don't you know what I mean know that that there's something special about Rizal and his story and his his sacrifice and his uh, his his work and his life, I mean then you you're just there's something wrong with you. That's just the basic way to put it. But um, um, there's something. Look. I'll get into this in another episode, but there's a lot of people that have compared Rizal to, uh, you know, uh, the shining star of the East is what they call him, or, you know what I mean, the Christ of the, the Philippines, or, you know what I mean, the, um, uh, what do they say, the El Orient Lux, or, you know, the light of from the East, they, they called these Philippines before, and, uh, you know, he is the... the uh, the savior that was to rise from the east. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of of legitimate authors and people that have uh, compared him to Jesus Christ, and to, that have um, went into the subject matter um, in a very great depth. In in the most big, you know, large publications we have here in the Philippines and all over the world, for that matter, there's just there's no doubt there's something special about him. He's he's not uh, an ordinary uh, being. He's 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 you know what I mean. He's an extra, um, an extra. Well, you could say extraterrestrial being. Like he's dude. He's just he's like he came down from the heavens. Like dude, he's something special. Like he's not he's not normal. He's abnormal. He's dude. He's just like there's something. You know, it's hard to put your finger on it. But look. Uh, I'm gonna go into deep depths, you know. That's why I started doing this. This, uh, you know, the series, the Resolve Code is like, you know what I mean. Like, there's de there's a lot. He left a lot of codes, a lot of stuff in his books and his writings that that um, can be deciphered and uh, and can be connected with, you know what I mean, with the 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 real story. And there's a lot of stuff that they that they haven't let out, they haven't released. That, you know what I mean. That I've been, um, you know, uh, going over. And uh, one of the things is this book that I just obtained is this when Kessler Rintano, the the uh, original Spanish version image document of the book. So look, that's the best source you can get is the original scanned document of the original book. You can see, you can tell. Okay, this is the this was published like dude like back in the nineteenth century. It's obvious to see, you know what I mean? Like, it has all the proper markings, everything. Like, this is an original document because you know it hasn't been altered. So, um, you know what I mean? Like, if you get something that was republished, you know what I mean? Like, a book that was republished in, you know, 2020, but was written, like, you know, from the 1800s or whatever. Dude, they modify that stuff all the time. They take stuff out. They put stuff in. They, you know what I mean? Like, they... They alter stuff to, you know, to, you know, what, what they, you know what I mean? Like, they, what they want the narrative to be, you know, in the world. So, so it's best to get those original documents, those documents that are closer to the time frame of the actual source of the topic you're studying. And, um, that's why I think this Winchester Ritano biography is of the utmost importance because it's right there in Rizal's time. He walked in the Rizal's time. He was there with in the Philippines in Rizal's time. He talked with his family, his friends. His uh, he went over all of his papers. You know that he could get his hands on. Like, dude, this is like. It, there's no there's no more important biography than his. Basically, put it that way. Okay. 
just uh you know what i mean like so the fact that it has not been translated into english and tagalog is just it blows my mind it blows my mind it's just it's just one of those things where like dude what's in the what's in the book man what's in the book they don't you know what i mean like they don't want they don't want to to go that doesn't go along with the narrative kind of thing you know what i mean like i'm gonna um well i'm translating it now i'm translating it from the original old spanish version into english and then hopefully somebody will take on my work and translate it into tagalog you know what i mean like i can speak tagalog but uh you know what i mean like my translation skills into proper tagalog and and you know proper translations of like novels and stuff was like um, i'm not on that level yet in, in tagalog but uh you know, hopefully someone will pick up the English version that I can translate if if the publisher doesn't get around to doing it this uh, this year. Um, you know, and then they'll translate it into Tagalog for the rest of us because I think it's so important to our history and uh, you know the history of the Philippines, history of the country, history of Rizal, history of the the world. Because um, that's that's that. So let's just let's just uh, you know I'm I'm in that now. I'm doing that now. I'm translating. You know, it won't be perfect translation, but. It'll be there. So, okay, everybody. Well, I've been uh, I went over as much topics as I can go over for the day. It's time to spend time with the little ones. So, um, until next time, for God and country and Godspeed. Amen.